previously on my best friend's journal. We did have that one Fire Island weekend. Uh, hanging out with drag queens um, up north in Mammoth Lakes, California. And there was this big gay event going on up there. I really wanted to participate. I had to be better. I, I bitch all the time about not feeling like I have enough of a community in L.A. We ended up at Zuma Beach, big famous beach up there. And Zuma? Zuma. It's my aunt's name. Really? Mm-hmm. Zuma with an L. My body rejected sex. What? <laughs> there was no recognition in your eye when I said September 12th. No, I knew it was your birthday, but... I... You did a whole song and dance when we got to fucking May 31st. <laughs> yeah, Randomly. sometimes you have like a claw hand. Mm-hmm. That's not a disparaging. I was just no, agreeing. I've seen it happen. The claw. Swass. Yeah. I'm familiar. Uh-huh. One time, him and his grandma had a little coffee date together. He met a guy on Grinder, fucked him in the bathroom while his poor grandma waited with her coffee. Oh my god! Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote. This shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred. I'm haunted by my past. It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this name a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Hello. Hello. Welcome to my best friend's journal. Thank you so much. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you to you as well. (laughs) Thank you to you for thanking me. You're so welcome. I'm Cam. I'm Mike. And this is our podcast. It sure is. What's going on, boo? Um, Really important question to ask you before we begin. Do you remember um, the 21st night of (laughs) September? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, love was changed. (gasps) What is going on? (laughs) That stupid fucking song. It's actually a great song, but it's so annoying to have stuck in your head. It is endless, and it like fades out at the end, so it's kind of on a never-ending loop in my head. There's oh, no, like, is this conclusion. for your upcoming gig? Yes, I have a gig tomorrow, <laughs> but no rehearsal for it, so I just have to be as prepared as possible. I have just like a few songs to do. That's insane that you're going on stage without having performed with a band. Sorry, that's not a nice thing to say. No, it's <laughs> no, it'll be fine. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Why would you ever do that? It does stress me out. Um, it's like... I feel like this will be a good opportunity once I get through this, but I'm entering the unknown right now, and I don't love that. Well, uh, you're going in blind. You're flying blind. All you can do is be as prepared as possible. I've done it before. I've done things without rehearsal. They suck, but... Literally only in my nightmares have I ever done that. Been pushed on stage, and, you know, we've talked about that. Yeah, I hate Uh, it. It's not fun. uh, So are you dreaming of Earth, Wind, and Fire right now? Sure am. Um... I have also been dreaming of a song, but it's my own damn fault because I've been listening to the same song on repeat, actually the same two songs on repeat for the past about five days. Um, one after the other, I'm driving Peter fucking crazy. Hmm. Um, but the song that's stuck in my head is the new Dixie Chicks jam, Gaslighter. Gaslighter, denier, doing anything to get your ass farther. Oh, that's a good song. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with it. And also their new album is coming out in May. And wow. the other song is Stupid, Stupid Love, Love by Gaga. Of course. <laughs> You knew that already. I was driving to meet some friends the other day to go for a hike. And on the way, I listened to those two songs, just kept playing them back to back, like probably three times each. I think it was about six song long drive. Wow. Um, 
They're really good. They are good. <gasps> Do you know who was way ahead of her time, though, who I just rediscovered in a way yesterday? Christina Aguilera. Hmm. I put on the Stripped album because that used to be like my favorite CD for like an entire year. I had it in my car and I listened to it constantly. And I forgot how good it is, but it's very pro. Is that the one with Beautiful? Mm-hmm. I am beautiful. Sorry, that was it's, my- it's okay. It's got, <laughs> it's got Cruise, which is uh, the, I'm leaving today. You know that song? I don't. Oh, it's gorgeous. Um, It's got a really good group of hits, and it's very pro-woman, very, like, strong. Like, if I was a man, this wouldn't be happening to me. I think it was after all the nasty paparazzi shit happened with, like, probably her and, like, I think that's around the time she was in. She was, like, put on blast by Eminem and all these. There was, like, a whole Carson Daly and Fred Durst situation, remember? Oh, God, you live for 90s pop culture. Yeah, that Eminem lyric. Fred Durst, hear them are you over who she gave head to first. You, like, really know your Eminem lyrics. <laughs> really, really do. I had a brand. Actually, no, I didn't have a brand because it was, like, Eminem, Disturbed, and Christina Aguilera. None of these things really go together, but I just, uh, I, I didn't really disturbed disturbed was like my favorite band oh my god i'm disturbed is that that's down not... to the sickness yeah god that one i still know every word on that album the sickness so good i don't think you i'm gonna have to cut that for you um. <laughs> <laughs> nope i will stand by it it's fine all this vocal fry i'm doing to imitate disturbed and christina aguilera reminds me of something i'm i was itching to tell you <laughs> um people at work don't know who macy gray is Ew, is this all the young... The fucking babies. Young... What are we... Not Xennials. Gen Zs? Gen Zers? Whatever they are. They didn't know. And then I tried to clarify. And I was like, you know the song. I'm like, what? I was like, I try to say goodbye and I choke. <laughs> Honestly, pretty pretty decent. If you don't know impression. it from that, you're not going to know it. Um, and they didn't? No. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't know what I was talking about. Oh, that is shocking, honestly. I feel like anyone (laughs) born in the last 20 years would have heard that on the radio many times. I thought Macy Gray was more famous than this, but um, I guess we knew better when we saw her on the the main stage at Fire Island, stumbling and choking. (laughs) To quote her own lyrics back at her, I don't think uh, we've ever talked about this before, but we saw the shittiest emptiest oh. macy gray show that's ever happened well i don't know what her life's like but worse than <laughs> I, think I we got a good picture yeah i think so worse Poor than thing. i could have ever imagined at a party at a club on fire island and it was like no one was there for it the dance floor cleared out after she started because she was obviously fucked up she and- walked up with a cell phone she was holding a cell phone uh, singing as her accompaniment oh yeah she had them plug in her phone and she sang to a karaoke track of her like new music which no one wanted to hear no new macy gray and then she did What's the song called? Stumble? Um, Walk away? Choke? <laughs> What's that song called? <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Um, and even that, which you could barely get through. Remember who saved the day? Uh, yes, a fucking drag queen by the name of Peppermint. Peppermint was there to do like a pre-show. She had just finished Drag Race. Everyone knew who she was. And the gays were so much more excited to see Peppermint than they were to see Macy Gray. And thank God she was there because Peppermint also can sing. She saved the day. She was... Basically, take the cane on Macy Gray, get her off stage, and take care of this. <laughs> ba-dum, ba-dum, bum, bum. Hey, exactly- I'm Peppermint. I'm going <laughs> to save the day. She was fabulous uh, and a real professional, too. She was delightful and really got the party started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. I was going to do get this party started by Pink. Let's get this party started. Started. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you <laughs> I like that you got there. Thank you. 
speaking of party started, let's get this party started. Cam, tell me what's happening. What's new in your life? Fill me in. Fill oh the my people in. God, everything's new. Um, I'm. Everything's new. It's yeah. beautiful. Uh, um, it, I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed. If I'm going to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. I'm pretty stressed out. We mm-hmm. are in the process of selling our house and selling our possessions. My husband moves across the world in a week. Um, I'm about to move across the city to stay with a friend for three months. Nice. It is so much. Plus, I'm going back to school at the end of this month and trying to figure out how to get our dogs to Australia in July. Uh, which is tough, especially by yourself. But you have me. I do have you. and I have. I a... won't help you with anything. I'm just here for the fun parts. <laughs> You'll come and watch TV while I pack. I sure will. <laughs> um, I, um, I have a lot of wonderful people who have offered to help. Uh, a lot of uh, great people. That actually... It, that's one of the funnier parts about my current situation is that I feel as though I am really hitting my stride in LA. I feel like I'm having this this kind of wonderful, like loving life here, feeling like I'm very surrounded by a lot of people. I'm saying yes to a lot. I'm feeling very social. Yes, man. And it's all happening right when I'm planning my exit, which feels a little bit counterintuitive. I'm like, wait a second. Where was all this energy two years ago when I was feeling like I didn't have enough of a community here? Or even... Uh, a year ago when we started this podcast, you were, that's one of the first things you said was, you yeah. feel like you didn't have a community in LA. You're right. But we had, we chatted about this earlier. I think that that happens when you move. That happens when you leave a city. One, all your friends who might normally flake feel obligated to come see you because <laughs> the last chance. <laughs> it's a little shitty, but I, I get what you <laughs> Obligated is not a nice word. <laughs> all these people are absolutely obligated to come see you, so you're welcome. They're taking advantage of their last opportunities, and you're doing other things you want to do. So, like, it is, while it feels unfortunate that um, it's all happening now that you're leaving, I think it's all happening because you're leaving. That's, that's probably true. Um, even with uh, things like... All of a sudden, I, I've kind of refound my love for like going out and dancing and um, like hanging out with gay people. I feel like I've met so many cool gay people in the last probably six months or so. Um, How dare you? Who are these people? <laughs> you have met them all too, bitch. <laughs> sure, you have a lot of gay friends. Uh, and I didn't feel I felt like I was out of touch with a lot of them or I didn't even know a lot of those people a year ago. Trying to get those moments in, um, take advantage of being in close proximity to West Hollywood. Although we're moving to Sydney, Australia, so it's not like there's no gay culture there. I just it's going to take a while to meet people Plenty and have friends to go out with and all that kind of stuff. I know we have some Australian listeners who would probably love to be your friend and uh, get you started. So you should take advantage. Let's go dancing. I'm going to go dancing with Cam, but I'm going to be fucking pissed and be so jealous. <laughs> go dancing with Cam. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be the one by himself on the dance floor. <laughs> Will someone please be this guy's friend? <laughs> he needs it. Um, yeah, all that said, it's a, it's a lot of really exciting stuff. It just is. Um, it's just a lot right now. My mind won't sit still. It's like... Um, I'm torn between my mind, like being a complete jumble of everything that needs to get done. And then also that kind of pair, that kind of paralysis where you're on the edge of all the stuff that needs to be done and you don't know where to start. And you're like, "Ah, I'm just gonna sit down and watch TV because I don't know what to do yet. Yeah. It's a little bit much, but I'll survive. Even if at first you're afraid, even if you're petrified. And, um, I wouldn't even call it petrified, just a little overwhelmed. You know, I'm just doing lyrics to I Will Survive. Oh. <laughs> nope, missed that entirely. I was like, petrified? That's quite a quite a strong word. So I'm even not. if at first you were afraid. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> oh. Speaking lyrics directly at me. Sorry, sometimes I'm a little, a little dense. How are things with you? Thick is the word. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a little girthy. Ew. <laughs> 
good. Also feeling like busy, but good busy. These are all good things. Like mm-hmm. these are good stressors. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to like organize my life. I feel like I, every time I get caught up, there's like a new workload dumped on me, but mm-mm, dump. Mm-mm. <laughs> Stop saying load and dump in the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> but all good things. I'm happy to do them. I'm feeling like uh, all the things are in different um like skill sets of mine. I don't know where to like focus my energy and it's like very, I feel like I'm doing one eighties trying to sure. get myself prepped for all different stuff. Being so pulled just kinda, in a lot of directions. Yeah. Um, how are you doing with learning all the music for upcoming shows and gigs and everything else? You're a very busy musician. Um, my gig in the summer has, I've put that learning process on hold because it's the least pressing at the moment. Okay. Put a pin in it, put a pin in that, but I'm scared because what happens is you put a pin in it. Pin, pin, Pan, pan, pan. <laughs> put a pin in it. Pianist. Um, <laughs> because when I put a pin in something, I'm scared that it's going to pop up before I know it. And all of a sudden I don't know it, you know, but. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that all makes sense. It just seemed like a, a kind of a convoluted. Yeah. <laughs> put a pin in it. It's going to pop up. I don't know. Pin, pop, pin, 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 pin. <laughs> anyway, so that has been backburnered, if that's a verb. Sure. Um, I'm learning stuff for this, like, I guess basically a wedding band or an event band. I'm singing on a boat again. <laughs> it's my life's calling. Um, this is better in, given the current global health crisis. It's better to be singing on a boat, uh, out of Long Beach as opposed to a cruise ship where you're stuck with guests. Oh yeah. I think this is not even like moving. I think we're just on a floating vehicle. Oh, <laughs> it's a barge <laughs> singing on a barge. <laughs> I'm just taking a rowboat out into a lake and, and screaming with my, like a karaoke machine. Um, between that and just some other personal projects and this year podcast, there's a lot going on. But I'm also trying to squeeze in, like, you know, social things. I'm trying to have it's a important. bit of a life. Yeah. Um, and my friend just went on for a lead at the Old Globe, a show where she's playing. She's just, like, very, very girly girl. And she's playing this very butch uh, demigod. It's amazing. The um, Where's the Old Globe? San Diego? San Diego, yeah. Amazing. She was so fucking good. And oh, I was cool. so glad to go see her. But it was just amazing to see this, like very femme woman who is like normally in heels and you know bright red lips be like Like a little gender agnostic yeah be it the most like gender fucked version of herself it was great that's cool and she's so good she's good at everything she does mark of a great actor does she is this a college friend i can't remember uh yeah we went to school together okay um but it was funny when i saw her after the show immediately she had red lips back on her hoops (laughs) and her hair all done i was like oh couldn't take just one more second of that gender fuck huh (laughs) she was great she likes what she likes yeah um is this a friend that lives out here all the time or she just out here for a show she's out here for a master's program oh so she will be going back to new york when that ends wow good for her really nice to have another another friend uh even a little bit closer than la i was just saying that to a different friend i was on the phone with her i hadn't talked to her in in months and she was like it's just great that even though it's like i feel bad you know we haven't been in contact i'm like don't we both have lives the fact that we can call months later is a lovely thing like that's that's what a good friend is yes the especially into adulthood the best friends are the ones that are that don't take that too personally um it, it is it is both friends' jobs to be able to keep in touch. Some mm-hmm. people that I really, really love are awful at keeping in touch, mm-hmm. and you just kind of understand that. Um, but the best friends are the people who you can pick up the phone. It's like no time has passed. You just yeah. like slip back into conversation like a comfy pair of old jeans. Um, <laughs> that show sounds pretty gay. Would that be really one gay, of the gayer yeah. moments of your week? Absolutely it was. But I was an audience member, so... I'll make it my like second gayest moment because it wasn't directly involving me. I like it when you have a runner up. Yes. So that's the runner up. And I guess my first one's unfortunately back at work. Guys, I'm going to be leaving this restaurant soon. Thank God. But hey, we're going to run out of gay stories. Spend a lot of time at work. It's okay if that's where your gay shit happens. Yeah. Um, is it okay if my gay <laughs> shit happens at my workplace? Well, 
usually gay to you means incredibly inappropriate socially so it's yeah. not awesome well but it's on brand is what i'm saying speaking of incredibly socially inappropriate uh <laughs> wait i want to hear but we can't have gayest moment without the theme gay 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 I heard a table. They were like, yeah, asshole. And I, I walked up at that very moment and I was like, speaking of asshole, anyone interested in dessert? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mike. <laughs> you must have a gift for reading the room. They didn't get offended by no, that? No, they laughed. They liked it. Um, <laughs> and, and then they clarified. They're like, we weren't calling you an asshole. I was like, oh, no, I know. You, I was talking about eating. Never mind. Um, <laughs> so dessert. Got a great fudge pie. Here's a gross, <laughs> gross. <laughs> Literally just kicked him under the table. It's better than punching you right in your b-hole. <laughs> if you weren't sitting on it, I'd do it. <laughs> I'm not a violent person. Punch you right in the dick. Choke the 23-year-old. Threaten to fist those I love. Did you punch her right in the pussy? Punching you right in your b-hole. <laughs> Cam, what's your gayest moment of the week? <laughs> Glad you asked. Um, I had, well... There was a close runner-up, and that was about five minutes before we started recording, and I watched you eat a banana in the most fucked up, like, weirdly sexual uh, way. Okay. <laughs> I, you're giving all kinds of wrong impressions. I went to eat a banana. I have, like, a throbbing pain in my head, and Cam told me to eat a banana. He's, he has a muscle twitch. You're supposed a, to have potassium. And I think it's an aneurysm, and I think this is my last moment on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's argue for sure. Um and anyway, Cam suggested that I eat a banana, and so I ate a banana, and he made a big deal out of it. I don't he, know what was wrong. Okay. Let me just try to describe this right quick. He peeled the banana, and then instead of either taking a bite or breaking off a piece with just, you know, like regular fingers. I broke off a piece. You slipped your whole hand down over it like a, like you made a claw, and you... Made a claw, or it was my only option because of my arthritis? <laughs> <laughs> you have not been diagnosed with arthritis. I don't know what I have, but I've actually been pretty good for a while. Anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, he, he slipped all five of his fingers down the top of this banana slowly and broke off a piece in the creepiest way. It truly was unintentional. Then I gave him a hard time about that. And then, um, he proceeded to (laughs) finger the banana and lick it while making eye contact with me. (laughs) Well, once I broke it off and Cam put me in this disgusting mood, I looked at it and like, (laughs) if you break off a piece of a banana, it like does look a little sphinctery, just like, you know, the way, like the, just the way the lines go. (laughs) A little starfish in there. So he just touched it a little bit. <laughs> While making eye contact with me, because he knew it would make me uncomfortable. Uh, my actual gayest moment, I think, was I was in West Hollywood having lunch with one of my buddies this week. We are going to a, you might remember last year in an early episode, I talked about how there was a gay ski event and I went, but I didn't go to any parties. Yes. And I felt, well, I'm actually fucking going this year. Bought tickets. I'm going to the parties. Going to go participate with a gay friend. Yay. And that's going to be really fun. Just to you? Uh, yeah, we're going to meet up with some other friends up there. And the, there are two parties, Friday night and Saturday night. One is a neon party and one is a gear party. And where you're supposed to wear, like, you're supposed to, you know, theme party kind of circuit party situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and neon is, like, easy enough. You know, you throw on a neon tank top and dance. Uh, but the gear party is a little bit tougher if you don't if you're not really into like fetish gear um and both of us were like what are we gonna wear to this thing and so anyway we walked out a belt you can just strap around you throw it over your nipples a belt yeah just like my regular jean belt just stick that on and cross your nips you'd be good to go cross your nips (laughs) is that not not gonna work uh that's a i feel like i'd see that look there you might see that look there. i interrupted you for no good reason tell me what did you guys do (laughs) (laughs) we just we went shopping in west hollywood for uh like potential costume gear but we ended up in like a very um 
a very varsity level kink shop oh <laughs> right on uh right in the middle of, of WeHo. and i mean there's a lot of leather in there a lot of stuff you could wear for a gear party <laughs> also a lot of stuff that you wouldn't be allowed to <laughs> use at a gear party um there was like gallon tubs of lube there was uh accoutrement for you can s- use that at a gear party i promise it's like one was called fist butter <gasps> um there was well, at least they're clear marketing uh-huh there was um, a whole glass case full of things for sounding play. Ooh. And uh, yeah, Google that. I'm not talking about it on we here. We talked about it on here. It's when you stick Have a rod up a penis. Stop it! <laughs> oh my God, it makes my genitals retreat Some for like a day. It. Um, it, it ain't for me. Um, there was like electric play like i don't know all this kind of shit in there i was like wow this is varsity level shit it's way above my pay grade as far as kink is concerned <laughs> um well it's good you recognize that i feel like that's a constant dan savageism. like varsity level oh just, yeah, yeah i adopted that years ago i love that phrase you do that's it was in our first episode varsity yeah. level family drama uh-huh. <laughs> um but as far as uh kink goes in general but more specifically with like it sounds like this is kind of bondagey um oh BDSM-y. yeah it's like, it's like leather bdsm dommy yeah well, like there are levels and i feel like people miss that altogether like people you have to like train yourself and know what you're doing to really get the enjoyment and safe enjoyment from those yeah things. and it's funny because there's like I, I'm sure someone has studied this sociologically, but like there's a huge leather community with, with gay men. Like it's a, it's, it's baked into gay culture, like Tama Finland, the, like YMCA. Yeah. Big. Or, what's yeah. It? yeah village but, people. <laughs> yeah. Village people. There's a leather daddy in the village people. Like they are, it is so, I, I don't really know the history of leather in the gay community, honestly, but it is, it's pretty fascinating. Um, but yeah, some people are so into it and like it is, they go to leather parties. They go to leather bars. They hang out with people that that wear this stuff, and and it's very, um, it it's their whole gay culture, or it it is a large part of of their gay community. Um, it's just not my bag, but I do find it interesting. Well, you're gonna, your bag is gonna get a. <laughs> Don't talk about my bag. <laughs> You're going to find out a lot more about it at this party, hopefully, or at least enjoy some. Yeah, and gear can be anything. It can be like latex. It can be um, it can be spandex. It can, can be rubber. When you get yourself all harnessed up in your gear, can you snap us a little naughty pic so we can all see? Uh, a naughty pic. We'll, we'll see if any pics happen uh, in costume. Well, I don't exactly know what I'm going to be wearing yet, so we'll, we'll see. Okay. I'll keep you updated. I would like to see. Make um, sure we see. <laughs> Uh, speaking of pictures, though, uh, another close runner-up to Gayest Moment of the Week was uh, last night on FaceTime with a family member that I won't put on blast here. But she was <laughs> so curious about dick pics <laughs> because she heard us talking about them on this podcast. And as a straight woman in her 30s, she was like... She's also allowed to enjoy dick pics as a straight woman Well, I know, but she, I'm just saying it does not translate to her experience. She's like, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Wait, what? (laughs) Why? She she had so many questions. The questions included. Why? Because it's hot? Well, I know. That's what I said. Um, Included why, how, what angles, what else should you include in the picture? Okay. Like. (laughs) Let me go through. Why, hot, how, with a camera or with a phone, Uh angle, almost any. Um. I think she's having a hard time picturing what would be hot because I think a lot of women don't find dicks specifically attractive, but gay men do find dicks specifically attractive almost I, to a person. Yeah, I find dick attractive. Do you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think dicks are hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. Breaking news. <laughs> Camp thinks dicks are hot. 
But that is a common thing with women. They're like, I have heard like, that a lot. Penises like, dicks are, aren't sexy. Pieces are ugly looking, or they're they're weird looking, or whatever. I'm like, well, you can feel that way, but the, I find them very attractive. That is true. Show let's, me let's them do dicks. A poll. I wonder. If, don't show. Don't show you the dicks. <laughs> yeah. I'll Make look, that clear. I'll look them up myself. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's just a hot thing. I think uh, there's too much too much thought going into it for your um, family member who we won't identify. <laughs> I think uh, the answer is. Send what makes you feel good and what you think will make your partner that's receiving it get excited. Yeah, she had a lot. Uh, she was curious about scale. She's like, "Do you want a hand in there so you get a good scale? Do you want just the dick so you can, so it looks bigger?" Yeah, it depends how big it is. <laughs> I put a I put a tic tac next to mine. Uh, Mike has a whole set of miniatures he likes to photograph this <laughs> next to. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, it's as big as a car. <laughs> Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. A tic-tac. I suggested she just Google dick pic, but she wasn't ready to have that in her search history. Incognito. Preaching to the choir, baby. I'll show, I'll send her my, my top 10. And uh, <laughs> Next time I talk to her, I'll tell her that offer's on the table. Sure. Meanwhile, can I read your journal? It's very invasive of you, Kim. I'm going to read your journal, okay? All right. Before we get into the episode, we have an exciting announcement to make. You too could be the proud owner of a high quality, gorgeous wig made from human hair. Working with us. Oh, that's just for us. Yeah, so we got an offer. <laughs> we got an email that said we could, because I think we hashtagged wigs in one of our posts on Instagram, we've been offered um, a wig affiliation. Where, By wig affiliation seems like a wig pyramid scheme. Uh, 100% it is. <laughs> Which we, is a hysterical so, concept. So we'll sell some wigs, and then if you want to sell up to sell wigs under us, we'll take a cut of your wig commission. Wig Most, missions. Wig missions. Most importantly, if we sell six, we get a free wig. So that's what we're in it for. So um, can I just buy six and can, yeah, can I buy six and get the seventh free? Oh, done. Never mind, guys. I erase all that. <laughs> guys, everyone in the control booth. <laughs> all right, now it's time to get into the journal. September first of twenty fourteen. Remind the people where we are. Uh, we just began rehearsals in Florida for my ship contract number two. We are in the penis of the United States. Is that what they call it? No, that's too nice of a thing. Florida? I love penis. I, I don't want Florida to be a penis, you know? <laughs> this entire episode is going to be called... <laughs> I love penis. Dick is hot. <laughs> Dick is hot. That's no, so hot. Um, okay, so you're in cruise ship rehearsals. It's the first day with your director. Um, oh, dear. Lots what? of names in here. We're going to need some nicknames. Toot sweet. Um, going to read it. You might have to beep it. First day with <laughs> hates him and she thinks <laughs> and think they're better and should be once. Here comes the drama. Yeah. <laughs> I have to beep all those names. Um, uh, <laughs> so the four singers are all in the room together and my partner is the other lead singer and she, she's probably, she's probably the weakest singer amongst us. And, um, she is feeling insecure about the other two people, and I think they are making it known. It just got really, really awkward, and uh, this is drama that will last the entire time. Great. She also hates your director, so... To be fair, we all did. He was terrible. Oh. he I didn't hate him. He's a nice guy. Um, he just was bad at his job. Like, we're, we're all singing something. We're like, one note is wrong, and we all know who it is. Can you just say it and have them correct it? Uh-huh. And he's the kind of person to be like, I'm not sure. Something's fishy here. Why don't we just try that again? I'm like, can we not sing it 15 times? Like... <laughs> Tell the person who is wrong they are wrong. Fair enough, as a director should do. Um, Highlight of the day, amazing food truck Monday barbecue. Hmm. 
Hmm. Love a food truck. Why does food seem better out of a truck? It seems like the opposite of what you'd think. Yeah, I do love a good food truck too. I love it at an event, you know? Yeah, it feels like an event. It's mm-hmm. like a fun thing. For sure. Some of the best tacos in LA come from food trucks. Should we get a food truck? <laughs> <laughs> Not get a food truck. I don't want to work one. I want to go <laughs> eat from one. Let's see if we can hire one to park in our backyard. On September 3rd, Swing City. So this is a new show we're going to say a million times? Yeah. Okay. Went to the gym and had Papa John's. Trash. Uh, it's just trash pizza, but I'll eat it. Yeah, I also, like trash pizza too. It's, it's a different thing, you know? He, is Papa al- John? Papa John himself, is an alum of the Entrepreneur... 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 Program at Ball State, where I went. I love that. It's called... You went to Ball State. So many ball jokes there. Don't even worry about it. Um, and also... Papa John, I think, lives in Des Moines, Iowa. So Peter and I both have. <laughs> he goes by Papa John. <laughs> I'm sure not. Letters addressed to Papa John. He's also a crazy conservative. So, like, not that proud. Just, you know, name well, recognition is all. Maybe we can get a sponsorship. We're a conservative podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what we're filed under. <laughs> conservative, <laughs> religious, family friendly, Republican, mm-hmm. and foreskin. <laughs> You said that in your sports center voice. Um, so after you had trash pizza, you went. It's yummy, though. It's yummy. It is yummy. And they have that really good garlic butter, which Ooh. is vegan. Is it? Their uh, pizza's the not. one is vegan. The cheese is not, but the pizza is vegan if you just get rid of the cheese and replace it with lots of veggies. <laughs> I'm sure all the listeners are like, oh, great, veggie pizza. Uh-huh. <laughs> get I, rid of the best part. I need it with, yeah, vegan cheese on there. I don't always need the vegan cheese. No? Sometimes I prefer without. Mm, couldn't disagree more. We're so different. We're so different. I think we should end this. <laughs> we really have insurmountable differences. Uh, I think I meant to say irreconcilable. What? Why do I want that? For reference, that um, lull was Peter Cameron's husband walking in to deliver some trash to me. <laughs> I need to get one of those recording signs like they have on <laughs> red like, light. Yeah, at radio stations where you're not supposed to open the door when someone's recording. Yeah, he just came in and put something that's pretty much trash on the desk right in front of Mike and walked out in complete silence. I mean, I understand. I, I am the, the dumpster in here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have a few things to throw away. Would you mind bending over? <laughs> Yeah, but just toss them right in there. <laughs> Don't worry, it's lined. From across the room, it's lined. Uh, do you ever see those... Um, Diaphragms? Can you use the diaphragm for your butthole? No, it's not... basically a... what it is. It's a garbage bag in your ass. No, that's different. <clears throat> a diaphragm is a little disc that stops uh, the cum from getting too far into your cervix. Uh, but... How does it stay... I'm confused about diaphragms. Uh, yeah. How does it stay on? But they're, like, fitted to the person. It goes in. You, like, you... Um, it's like a little disc, and you fold it down, and you put it up, in, and it opens. I need you all to know that there was a lot of gesticulating happening while Cam told this, and it was uh, fun. But what you were thinking of is like a female condom, which is what they used to call them. I don't know if they call them female condoms anymore, but it's a condom that goes inside you, um, similar to a bin liner. Huh. Good to know. Yeah. It seems like this seems uncomfortable it does it doesn't sound great i don't know anyone that's ever used one if you have let us know <laughs> i just remember Rex. <laughs> i just remember people or people like a sex ed teacher in high school showing us a female condom being like that is that doesn't seem like a viable solution Fucking good for her though what <laughs> like great showing you options just that there are options uh they showed things to us but they didn't they told us that we weren't supposed to have sex or really use them but these are things to avoid they were probably like we're not technically allowed by indiana law to tell you how to use these things but this is what a condom is it's the best we can do for you Speaking god of bless 
Speaking of God bless Indiana law, was Mike Pence your governor? I had moved out by the time he uh, by the time he was elected. Was it always so Mike Pence? No, we had a Democratic governor um, growing up for a long time, maybe eight years. His name was Evan Bayh. He went on to become a senator. Where did Mike Pence go on to? Existential dread. <laughs> the 46th president of the United <laughs> States of America. Oh, fuck off. How dare you even speak that into the universe? We've all thought it. Um, can you tell me what this means? Back in the journal. Um, so you worked on your vocal captain application. Hope I get it. Dying over rabid weight loss video. <laughs> I watched this video on YouTube like 400 times and made everybody I know watch it. Did I not send this to you? I don't think so. I thought it was fucking hysterical. Your YouTube history and your journal. It's better than the financial journal from last year. That's what I was going to say. It's so similar. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we should keep doing this. Uh, on September Fe- 6th. <laughs> Another news, I'm looking for a new partner because Cam just had a stroke. On September 6th. September 5th. On September 5th, you had a BS rehearsal. I think that means That's funny. Uh, something swing. No, what's BS? Oh, you're literally saying it was bullshit? Probably. That's not the name of one of your shows? No. Okay. <laughs> I think I was saying that was stupid. Why did we even come in? Okay. You had a BS rehearsal. Uh, you saw a run of Cats, which... Uh, <laughs> so the cruise line, also a different ship, does Cats, the full musical oh, at have, sea. We know someone who was in that for a good long time. God bless her. She was the leading in. She's amazing. It's a great gig as a performer, but an awful punishment as an audience member. Oh, God. It's, it was... Can you imagine anything worse than being stuck on a boat and no! watching cats? A, I don't understand. It's still on ships. It just, it is far too long to hold the attention of an inebriated cruise goers. So I don't understand. It's, I mean. It's, it's awful. They th- were This great. is not news to literally anyone. No, I know. <laughs> it's been Sorry. in the news for so long. Uh, but I mean, why someone chose to make a movie out of it is one thing. But that is a show they, they chose to install on cruise ships. It's they crazy do, to me. I mean, they do a ton of like Broadway musicals and it's. The production quality is is honestly awesome. It was very impressive, but like it's cats and there's no winning when it's cats. Nope. Back to September 6th. Um, <laughs> you uh, you did kickboxing with That's the episode title by the way. The- September 5th. <laughs> I'm going to spell that. <laughs> It's f- September with an F and then fifth with an S. You got it? Fifth. Yeah. Um, one of the dancers from your cast is arriving today, and you're annoyed that Abfab is all B2. I'm not featured. Mm, um, Abfab, either. as in absolutely fabulous? Uh, exactly. It's another show, and uh, it's kind of great. All I had to do was, like, park and bark. I would just, like, there was... Um, I love that term. It was my role in this, and uh, that show was mostly like a lot of up-tempo like 80s british pop basically so okay. i would just come on like basically for dancers to change outfits and i'd sing a slow boring ballad and it was just uh-huh. like easy for me but also just like if i was an audience member i would not be the person i would want to watch sure uh that's not what that show is really for but you got to give those people a break occasionally and i was the breaker okay just go out and stand in the spotlight in a sequin gown lots of sequins uh sequin Sequins. Sequins. Lots of sequins, but it's not a sequins dress. It's a sequin dress. <laughs> K-Rox Andrews in the house. Uh, um, <laughs> Thank you for knowing all my references. I, I really value that about our friendship. Uh, speaking of sequins, I had a sequin 
Union Jack suit Ooh. as one of my costumes for the show. Ticky tacky. Little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes full of ticky tacky. I, I mean, I liked it, although the lyrics were not right. Little taxes, little, little boxes. boxes made of ticky tacky. Made of ticky tacky. Yeah, there we go. Got Thank it. You. <laughs> Thanks for letting me be anal about those words. Happy to encourage you being anal anytime. Oh my God. Oh, never mind. What? Nothing. What? I, I was going to talk about how a monster made my butt hurt, but. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> I don't care about fucking ab fab. Something about ass pain. Uh, anytime you say never mind, I know it's something I want to hear. <laughs> Those are the things when I'm listening back to this podcast after you send me an edit. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? I get lured into this this false sense of security just sitting here in this room with just the two of us. I'm like, god damn it, Cameron. Mind your mouth. We're not moving on. Tell me about your ass pain. I'm not going to tell you about my ass pain. There, uh, Come on. <laughs> um, I don't really want to get into any more details. So all we'll say is that I had one painful moment and it... Uh, We'll just leave it there. <laughs> that is what I fucking get for saying the word anal on this podcast. <sighs> so on September 6th, um, you went over some swing on mic during lunch while waiting for um, your other, your counterpart, the other lead singer. She needs a name. She needs a name. Um, you said she wasn't great. Can we call her awful lead singer again? <laughs> too confusing. No, actually, she was, uh, she had a hard time learning music and... She also, English was her second language. That was a big barrier. But she generally had like a pretty voice. I understand why she was there. So we'll, mm. she's like an average singer. Well, okay. Average lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> Is that more offensive? <laughs> Probably. Um, so you're singer. waiting for average lead singer. Um, bad voice all day. Played heads up with cast at night. That's a fun game. It is a fun game. I love playing it. Still, to this day. It's a really good way to build a team or like forge camaraderie yeah. among a new cast. Play we games were, together. Uh, we were a very like activity centered group which is fun that is unlike fun. the last group also bad voice i fucking hate that it's, it's like completely out of my control there are days that i just don't sing as well there's uh-huh. days when it's just not flexible i can't do anything and it's just very like, frustrating just like anything it's like going to the gym some days i feel like i'm performing really well and some days i feel like i couldn't run a mile if you paid me it's just you know it's sometimes your body doesn't want to cooperate <laughs> i think my body once rejected sex <laughs> <laughs> it did it did uh, uh <laughs> Um, going back to playing games really quick. We were in wine country for a couple nights this weekend and, um, we played, there's this dice game called hot dice that we love. We played hot dice and rummy like uh, old lady uh, games hours and had the most fun. There's just I love s- old lady games. sitting around a table, drinking wine and playing dice and cards with your friends. It's the best. It is the best. It's, you can't be an activity that also makes you socially engaged. It's great. Just a couple of weeks ago, you and I watched Jeopardy and played Scrabble together like two old nursing home retirees. This is why you're my best friend. Nobody else will do that with me. <laughs> like nobody does that. You are always down for an activity. Anytime I suggest one, you're like, yep. Love to do things. Yesterday I was like, let's find trivia. You were like, Google it. Did you? <laughs> no. Oh. I did Google it. Um... <laughs> down for an activity. Don't want to do the work. On September 7th, you got a haircut, Jim. Um... I had a lot of haircuts. Missed those days. I just read in my current journal that March 4th was the last time I got a haircut. Um, Ever? Yeah, it's the last time I got a haircut. March 4th of last year? Yeah. You're working on a year? On a year. Wow. Oh, wait, you're past a year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what day it is. It's September 16th. 
<laughs> spell that. Um, you practiced some Swing City, watched AbFab, don't like it. Because I'm not the star. Yeah, she is spicy. Um, watched How to Train Your Dragon 2. Those movies are so fucking cute. It was cute. That uh, creature looks like your dog. He kind of does. Yeah. Yeah, he looks. I always think he looks like Stitch, my dog, which um, also looks like that which kind of also looks like that creature. That that creature, famously a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a meme going around. How to train your creature? Jonathan Van Ness and I think Karamo. And Jonathan Van Ness is like, um, I think I'm very tough. And Karamo's like, you cried about dragons today. And Jonathan Van Ness is like, they can't blow out their own birthday candles. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's good. Uh, on September 8th, tons of food at Food Truck Monday. You love your Food Truck Mondays. Love food Truck. Has it already been a week since last Food Truck Monday? Yeah, that was September 1st. This is September 8th. Wow, a week mm. in the journal is like 10 seconds. Math is tough. <laughs> Wrote my wardrobe application. What the fuck is that? If I can't be a voice captain, there's another like side gig. You can get paid to like basically do laundry on the ship for the cast costumes. I have no idea why I'd apply for that. I don't think I actually followed through, so don't worry. Oh, God, I can't imagine scrubbing someone else's dance belt. Fucking nasty. No, you, like, put them in bit bags so nobody touches anything. But, Uh like, it's a terrible job, honestly. It's a lot of work. It's a ton of hours, and, like, you don't get paid as much as other... It's just bad. I've uh, I've watched costume people in theaters deal with costumes and after people get up there and sing and dance under the lights it is those costumes are disgusting and they have to look really nice yeah yeah Yeah, they go through the fucking ringer literally isn't the ringer a washing machine is it (laughs) i think so i like ringing it out put it through the ringer let's find out put it through the ringer is in fact an old term uh like laundry term a ringer with a w like a ringer out Got it? <laughs> like when you've like had too much sex and you've come all you can, you've been wrung out. Uh-huh, exactly. You know that feeling, though, when you... <laughs> Not really, to be honest. <laughs> you feel like you've been wrung out, like you're depleted of moisture. <laughs> Let's see here. Where were we? Um. Oh, on the 9th of September. The director from your last contract, the guy who made you cry, L. Um, him and his uh, cast of characters are moving into your rehearsal space. He's still around. <laughs> Makes me nervous to be around him. <laughs> <laughs> VC interviews tomorrow. Voice captain interviews tomorrow. Um, on September 10th, you switched to a much darker pen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> voice captain interview went well. Wardrobe interview, period. <laughs> <laughs> I did interview. That's funny. They're probably like, uh-huh. how do you sew? I'd be like, don't know. Next question. How do you wash things? Don't know. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> how much detergent? A scoop or so. <laughs> on September 11th. Did I ever tell you? There was, um, like, in probably 2002, 2003. It uh, happened in 2001. No, I know. Um, I'm not going to tell you the story of 9-11. I'm going to tell you the story of a bunch of dickhead high schoolers. Um, there was this physics teacher in, at our high school who was honestly probably the kind of educator you want. She was really passionate about physics, but she was such a fucking nerd, and she was a really young teacher. So disparaging. I know. She was such a nerd. People called her Ben Franklin because she had a oh. Ben Franklin haircut and oh. wore thick glasses. Um, and she was just... Like, bald on top? No, but just like <laughs> like like that kind of like... The way that it was styled, it was like... It wasn't exactly a mullet, but it was kind of like curly and like tight on top and went straight down her back. It was not cute. Um, and she... This poor woman... Um, she was just trying to teach physics, but uh, all the juniors in the class of 2003, I remember that, so this must have been 2002, they were such dicks to her. But they they were try- They had a, a 
class-wide bet to try to get her to cry. And so her second period class <gasps> every day. kids are awful. Teenagers awful. suck. Can you imagine? <laughs> you just got so mad. I know. It's that truly is, awful. Did you hear that? The, I to know. make her cry? That's yes. insane. To, to try to make this woman cry. And kids ev- suck. Every day during second period, when the clock struck 9-11, they would thunk their heads down on their desk for a full minute of silence for 9-11. Um, and just wouldn't look up even though she would be up there like screaming and trying to that, screaming, like trying to get them to like pay attention in class, trying to teach the class. God, if I was her, I'd be like, fuck you. Good. <laughs> Enjoy your nap. Everyone else who wants to get a fucking A in this class, pay attention. They were awful. The class of 2003 at our high school was a bunch of dicks. I said it. <laughs> yeah. It's just three. Take that. I can't I remember that. though. They were, they were a tough, Why do tough kids crowd. just seem fucking meaner? Like kids. Cause they're going through so much and they don't know how to deal with it because their brains aren't fully formed yet. And so they act out like a bunch of assholes. Um, September 11th, back to that work on, worked on separate lives. I don't know that song. Phil Collins and some, someone else a duet. (laughs) I I sounded really, uh, I don't know that song. (laughs) I don't know. That's not a song. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, exactly. So these are the kind of songs I'm getting in the show. They're just like boring. Uh, oh, this is a park and bark. There was a Phil Collins set and the other guy had easy lover. And um, and I get separate lives. Oh, so like he had the fun ones, and I had the one where everyone checks their phone. Did anyone get to sing the Oh Long song? No. Oh, that's the best one. Growing up in the nineties, forty-five minute show, Cam. We can't do Phil Collins full fucking rep. <laughs> it's a really good song. Um, growing up in the nineties, mo- many people will probably uh, understand this dad, uh, but my dad was the guy who loved his surround sound. Um, and <laughs> yeah, you know I do what I mean. That. My dad was really excited about his too. <laughs> a lot of a lot of dads were very excited about surround sound. But the sound's coming from behind you too. <laughs> So when my dad got his like his big surround sound system, his favorite thing to do to show show it off to all his dude friends was to put on that Phil Collins song and at the Separate drum lives. solo. No, <laughs> just kidding. What's up? So- Wait, guys, check us out. You called me from the room. <laughs> no, the O Long song, whatever the fuck that's called. I don't know what that song is. You can feel it coming oh. in my butt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Um, <laughs> so my dad used to love to play it. <laughs> anyway, the drum solo, he would crank it so loud it would rattle the windows in our house. My mom would just sit there and roll her eyes like, I cannot control this man. I, I totally feel that pain. <laughs> As a married person, I, I know that. <laughs> when, you're, when your uh, spouse is doing their shtick, you're like, I've seen this show before. And when you're not married, Michaela does that too. When I'm telling a story, she knows like... She knows all your stories, she knows all, all the, the punchlines. Yeah. yeah. She either like... The nice thing for her to do is politely recuse herself all of Jeff Sessions, but sometimes... <laughs> The only thing Michaela has in common with Jeff Sessions. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, she's mostly kind that way. Sometimes I think if she's in a feisty mood, she'd be like, oh, is this when this happened? And just kind of give the punchline. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I was just getting warmed up, lady. Uh, uh, so you worked on your Phil Collins song. Uh, then you did a, quote, upper workout at the gym. <laughs> Quote probably means it was not good. <laughs> no, I'm saying quote because you just said upper workout at the gym. So what is that? Whole upper body? No, mostly just eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> really and toned my jawline. Surprised and angry. Surprised and angry. <laughs> toned my I've, jawline. I've seen you in front of a mirror. That's probably what it was mostly. Um, you think this jaw is natural? I clenched this baby. 
Who uh, there's an old Hollywood like I'm probably long dead by now woman who in order to keep her who was it she had like some molars removed in order to keep her cheekbones high Mm -hmm. and her other um, trick was I think chewing like 20 pieces of gum a day oh just to you know keep that nice and toned probably works I knew a guy I didn't know a guy actually DC from this contract told me about her friend I saw a picture of him and I was like God he's he looks like a baby she's like he's 40 I was like what he only ever sleeps on his back. So that he doesn't get wrinkles on his face uh, and lets gravity work all night every night. Best scene from Golden Girls ever is when Dorothy is teaching Blanche that she's too old to have sex on top now. Oh. <laughs> because yeah, because know. when you're laying on your back, everything falls falls back. <laughs> and then she makes her look at a hand she makes her lean over a hand mirror. <laughs> and she's like How different could it be leaning over? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um at the end of September 11th, you texted Aunt Zulma. Oh, she was in the building. Huh? Uh, long story short, she worked in the tower. She was walking in one day and saw everybody rushing out. And she's like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm not going in there. And so she left. It was, uh, she always wears heels. And this day she wore flats, which is a good thing. Because she then had to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge to get home. I think you did mention that. She... Because the last year you said you didn't think about 9-11 at all. And it made you feel weird. Oh, yeah. She, um... Watch the tower fall from the Brooklyn Bridge. Jesus Christ. Also, what I think is, I love this part of the story. She's got like the bad kind of chills. She um, was a, she's like a, a tough cookie, but like also a very compassionate, like just one of those like mamas, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and someone was screaming, panic, running through uh, across the bridge. And she grabbed that person and was like, you need to calm down right now because you're going to start a riot and this bridge is going to go down. So <laughs> pretend like you're fine and walk calmly. <laughs> Did did that yep. calm that person down? She calmed down and started walking. Great. <laughs> Good for your aunt. Yeah. The, those are the people that are really valuable in a crisis. Yeah, she's they, a good yeah, person in a crisis. When, uh, when the shit starts to go down, they get calm. Can you imagine like thousands of people on the Brooklyn Bridge? Just one I, person could, yeah. I truly can't. Yeah. I, I cannot imagine. I would be, I'm so panicked with the thought we need to move on. Uh, September 12th, 2014. Where'd I say it's your birthday? <laughs> well, it's my birthday too. <laughs> What? See, I remembered. What was that song? It's the Beatles. Oh. Say it's your birthday. I had no idea. You've never heard that song? No, you sang at a little R&B. Say it's your birthday. <laughs> it's my favorite riff, you know. I do. Um, that is my birthday. And thank you for remembering this time. Well, the slow look helped. Yeah, it sure did. You're welcome. Happy birthday. Let's see here. What else? What was I doing on 2014? I was. I turned 28 that year. Mm. It was a good year. 28. Return of Mercury. What? Mercury's return on 28. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Okay. So your 28th year Uh is historically a year of serious change for a lot of people. It is the year that um, it's the first time that Mercury is back in the same place as it was when you were born. Um, And so for many people, uh, it is anyone's interested in astrology. 28 is known as a year of insane change. And it was for me. I ended a four year long relationship. I changed careers. It was huge. I met Peter. When we are in your 28th year in the journal, uh, so after May of 2017, we should just pay attention to major themes of change. What was that major transition for you? Daddy went to prison. Oh. <laughs> Daddy wasn't there to take me to the fair. No, to I had change to. My underwear. My full, like, I had to uh, reorganize my life to help support since my dad ruined things. You sure did. And also just, like, you know, stole a lot of trust from me and, um, uh, an optimism. <laughs> Jesus. Daddy wasn't there 
Um, so on September 12th, 2014, my 20th birthday, you went to Indian restaurant, Royal India. Very yummy. Sweating from spice. Love Indian food. Me too. Do yeah. you? I love Indian food. Should I get Indian tonight? Peter doesn't love it. We can get it next week. Hmm. <laughs> He's so fucking difficult. <laughs> He's just a picky eater. He is a picky eater. That's funny. I feel like he also, he likes, um, he has a glass of milk with his meals. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is also a sign of a picky eater. A milk drinker is also usually a picky eater. Yeah. Someone who uh, holds on to the vestiges of their youthful eating habits. <laughs> Beautiful sentence. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Not being facetious. I don't someone, think I've ever been complimented on putting together a beautiful sentence before. Someone who holds, what did you say? Someone holds who, on to the vestiges of their youthful eating practices. Wow. <laughs> uh, you're too kind to me. <laughs> um, so you got the spice sweats. And then, ew. Oh, maybe. I always forget these things aren't always in order. Because it says, did Athletica at gym with the twos. Um, and I was thinking, like, you got... Uh, you had a belly full of Indian food and then went straight to the gym. Well, I was already sweating, so I might as well go to the gym. <laughs> it's an awful, awful feeling trying to work out on a full stomach. On September 13th, cast all drank together and played heads up. We left playing. Uh-huh. Oh, um, one of the girls got annoyingly wasted. Oh, my God. I remember this. She just got wasted, but, like, nobody was on her level. We were just kind of hanging out at the house, and she, she was bombed. She was the drunk bitch. As we, drunk bitch, yeah. yeah. Been there, girl. Hard to do that kind of stuff early on because you make an impression as, you know, the drunk bitch. But, like, that was, I think, the first and last time. Uh-huh. So just, like, choose your first impressions carefully. <laughs> uh, she went a little lest hard I, that night. Lest I write it in your in my journal. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's definitely going to be some mention in here of me being annoyingly wasted at some point. I don't think ever, honestly. No, that was before the journal. <sighs> that life. Um, <laughs> Papa John's claw hand. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Did you get a claw hand at Papa John's? Yeah, I got a claw a lot in this contract. Uh, mentioned this before. I get weird, like, joint problems. And sometimes my hands claw up. It's I'm been still, a while, but... still waiting for a doctor to write in and tell us what that sounds like. I've asked people, and I've asked doctors. They're like, stretch. Like, fuck stretch. you. Stretch. I'm like, I can't. It's a claw. <laughs> you wake up with a little chicken wing hand. Hey, you know how Bernie Sanders, like, speaks in speeches where his hands are kind of, like, he's pointing, but his hands, like, are half closed? This uh, old that, man hand yeah, situation. Yeah, that's what it looks like yeah. when it claws up. Um. Specifically, uh, Larry David, when he does the Bernie Sanders impression, uh-huh. he's real good at the old man hand, the old man point, <laughs> where three of his fingers are kind of pointed just at like 45 degrees off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all right. September 14th, you had a day off, uh, tanned for a bit, then grocery shopped on a bike. So I just was riding it through the grocery store? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Just imagine me uh, fucking taken out the aisle. Woo! Supermarket I sweep style. Can see that actually. Um, yeah, I was biking with groceries and it's super uncomfortable. Is this the same living situation as your first contract? Yeah, we're far say, away. Yeah, far a... away from everything and no one has a car. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> do, have they changed that or do people? Yeah. St- okay, great. Oh, you saw Swass at Starbucks. Oh my God, I did see Swass. He's not on this contract, is he? He's not. He uh, he was rehearsing something else and I just ran into him. I was like, oh my God, Swass. <laughs> how, how sweaty was he in this moment? Um, I don't know. He ran to the bathroom <laughs> right quick to give a blowjob. <laughs> Man, we talked some real shit about that guy last <laughs> during your last contract. No, he had a hot little Starbucks bath sesh while his grandma was waiting for him to come enjoy his tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't sound too hot last time, honestly. It sounded a little bit manic. Um, and also I, all I could think about was his grandma and coming back with dick breath. 
I don't you use the phrase dick breath a lot. Like what do you imagine? Do you do you think people really have breath smelling like dick? And if they do, like I don't know, just you wanna elaborate a, at all? Or are we just gonna leave that? It's leave a up hygiene there? issue really. Uh no, it's uh it's not a real thing. It just it tickles me because it's like uh I don't know. Dick breath is a pretty <laughs> evocative thing to call someone. Now you know what one means when they refer to you as having uh-huh. dick breath. Yeah, it's like when my friend Kendall tells me that I'm gayer than dick flavored chapstick. <laughs> That's a real thing. And we'll leave it there. <laughs> Reminds me to buy dick flavored chapstick. Well, I'm out. I use it aggressively. Um, that is the end of the second week of September. So I feel like we should wrap it up there. We've already read a little bit of listener mail when it comes to the wig situation. Well, it comes They're not to- listeners so much as uh, potential wanters. That's a wig sponsor. <laughs> With our wig missions. Um, do we have any actual listener mail? It's not someone trying to get us to sign up for a shady pyramid scheme. This first one is from our friend King Rich Jr., who, if you don't remember, told us where Hoozleby's comes from, Will and Grace. Oh, that guy. Yes. Thank you. He reached back out to say, I finally got my boyfriend to start listening to the podcast. He started from episode one a few weeks ago and is almost caught up. However, my issue is that I can't get him to stop singing the theme song. All the time. I mean, in the car, in the shower, while he's getting ready for work, and of course, when it actually comes on at the beginning of every episode, it's it is equally both adorable and annoying all at the same time. And then he had a really great plethora of emojis: laughy, laughy, and then the censor bleep face, angry <laughs> smile, smile, heart, heart. <laughs> I get it. That's how my uh, friends feel about me. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Um, no, that's uh, that's pretty hilarious but you only have yourself to blame sir um because that song is uh famously an earworm and you've introduced it to your boyfriend famously yeah share covers it um <laughs> thanks for reaching out again and we are so thrilled you got your boyfriend to start listening hear that everyone get your boyfriend to start listening tell your boyfriends also it sounded like this was going to be like an advice podcast uh where he's like my problem is this <laughs> <laughs> let's offer advice um Lean in, bitch. Enjoy that theme song. <laughs> Enjoy it. Uh, no, the, here's my advice. You learn the harmonies and send us a video of you both singing it together. Send vids. Okay. Uh, and then we also heard out from scotts.castles on Instagram, and he said, hello, Can and Mike. <laughs> <laughs> my name autocorrects to Can a lot. I'm, I'm used to it. I wanted to message you to say how much I enjoy listening to your podcast. As someone who is somewhat closed, although I'm becoming more open, with not many gay friends, this podcast has been really enjoyable for me. It has encouraged me to be more open about my sexuality and become closer to the gay friends that I do have. It's always been a weird thing for me to get ahead around, why I'm not so open, especially around other gay people. But hearing every week you two speaking so openly and lovingly about your lives has been a brilliant thing for me. Hope the podcast goes on for a long time. Scott from Scotland. Oh, That's the sweetest. It's important to like you said to have gay friends it's made a huge difference having a weekly conversation about gay things with one of my gay friends it makes me so much more open and it honestly makes my friends both gay and otherwise more open as well because they feel like they can talk to me about a lot of stuff who would have thunk when we started this podcast that it would be so gay everybody because we're two massive faggots uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Mikey, that about does it for this week. If people want more of My Best Friends Journal, they can find us online at mybestfriendsjournal.com, where our merch store lives. They can find us on Instagram at mbfjpodcast, and they can email us at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com. Sure can. And if you'd be so kind, please rate and review on iTunes or wherever you're able to rate and review. Subscribe, share with your friends. Uh, Word of mouth is our best friend. And also those ratings really help us uh, get the show out to more people. They sure do. All right. That about does it for this week. So until next time, Mike, always remember. Dicks are hot. So hot. (laughs) 
Say goodbye and I choke. Hey! I try to walk away and I crumble. <laughs> Recorded live at Fire Island in 2016.